Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. prison and and they were worshiping, right? And God opened the prison doors and he loosed their chains, but they still had to walk out of the prison. And for those of us that might be in a prison of addiction or fear or doubt, God will open your prison doors. God will loose your chains, but you have to walk out. And I just want, I just felt led to say that and God bless you. Praise God. While you remain standing, I want to turn your attention to one verse in the Bible, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32. And be kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. Amen. And I want to preach on the subject, kindness matters. Kindness matters. Would you worship the Lord one more time? Praise God. And you may be seated. Kindness matters. Kindness is a trait that is sorely lacking in our society today. And it's my opinion that we need kindness now more than ever before in our lives. The beautiful thing about kindness is that anybody can do it. It does not require special skills. It does not require special learning. Anybody that wants to, that chooses to, can be kind and can be good at being kind and effective at being kind. Amen. Kindness is not something that transcends, it it is something that transcends political bias and personal beliefs. Amen. It's something that occurs between people on the most basic human level. Amen. Holding the door open for somebody anywhere, like at a store or something. Allowing somebody to turn in front of you that's coming out of a parking lot. Amen. Or merging on to the freeway. Being quick to give a smile to somebody. A smile doesn't cost you anything and you get a two for one bonus. It gives you rest for your face because it takes twice as many muscles to frown than it is to smile. So why don't we all smile more and give our face a rest because we could use a little rest. Amen. And using the terms please and thank you often or, and being generous with compliments. Man, that was a great job. Instead of pointing out all the bad, amen, these are all attributes and aspects of kindness. Allowing somebody to go ahead of you in the checkout line at the store, you know. They've got one pack of gum and you have five carts, in front, you know, going through. And you go, oh, bless God, I got to get out of here. You stay over there with that gum. No, come on ahead. 
Come on ahead. Be aware, be, being aware of our surroundings and being sensitive to the needs of others around us so that we are ready, amen, ready to do an act of kindness. That's what I'm talking about. It matters. It really makes an impact. That, you know, that, that person that you, uh, you perform an act of kindness uh, toward, amen, that person doesn't know what you believe. That person doesn't know what political party you are affiliated with. That person doesn't know how you feel about what's going on in the world. All they know is that you were kind to them and it was refreshing and it was a blessing to them. It's just humanity, just humanity. Amen. Everybody understands kindness and the overwhelming majority of people that, that uh, will receive it with gratitude and appreciation. Amen. And those that don't, don't worry about it. We're not keeping score anyway, right? Jesus said, don't eat when you give. Don't let the left hand know what the right hand's doing. In other words, just give and forget. Just bless and forget. Amen. We're doing it for him anyway. And if, we, if somebody says thanks, that's, just a, that's great. But if they don't, I, I, I'm not doing it for, for uh, you know, the attributes and the accolades. I'm doing it for him. Praise God. Amen. I'm doing it for him. Praise God. Kindness is also something that uh, makes a powerful difference in people's lives, especially when it is unexpected. Amen. That's the best kind at all. The spontaneous, unexpected kindness. Bob Carey said this, unexpected kindness is the most powerful, least costly, and most underrated agent of human change. Amen. And as with everything else that's good and positive in this world, Kindness originates from God. Amen. I said it originates from God, just like love does. It all, all the good stuff, light and love and kindness and goodness, amen, and righteousness all originate from God way before we ever came on the scene. It's one of his predominant character traits. Psalms 117.2 said, for his merciful kindness is great toward us. Luke 6.35, amen, Jesus told us to love our enemies and do good and lend, hoping for nothing again, and your reward shall be great, and ye shall be the children of the highest, for he is kind unto the unthankful and to the evil. Let that sink in a little bit. Well, I thought he was only wanting to do good for the good people. No, he's kind to the unthankful and to the evil. He sends his rain on the just and the unjust. Amen. He doesn't tell us to love our enemies and pray for them and not do it himself. Amen. He's the greatest example, praise God. And he's telling us to be kind even to the unthankful, even to the evil. Amen. You know how you make an evil person or an unthankful person maybe get a little bit nicer, maybe a little bit more appreciative? You do kind things to them. A soft answer will turn away wrath. Amen. When you give your enemy something to eat and something to drink, you heap coals of fire on their head. And that's not literal. That is Amen. Fire of conviction where they feel bad because they are calling you every name in the book and you are doing something nice to them. That's the power of kindness. The power of kindness. 
Titus tells us about the kindness and love of God our Savior toward man. See, because he's kind, he put kindness into the hearts of his people through his spirit. But sadly, too many people have ignored it and allowed it to die in their lives. Amen. He is kind to us, and he wants us to always try to be kind to others. Amen. That's why our verse said, be ye kind one to another. Now, he was specifically talking about the church. Amen. Specifically, the church people. Amen. God's people definitely need to be kind one to another. Amen. That's what he was talking about there. Tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. You know, in the Old Testament, there was a, uh, a story of... Uh, when David wasn't the king yet, Saul was the first king of Israel. And David made friends, very good friends, with Saul's son, Jonathan. Amen. And they, they, they uh, just became great friends. And even when Saul was trying to kill David, Jonathan, instead of being on his dad's side, Jonathan warned David. Jonathan told him to get out of here. Jonathan helped him. Jonathan blessed him. And, and Saul was so mad at Jonathan when he found out. He said, hey, don't you know that you are my son? You are supposed to be the next king. And why are you helping this guy? Because Jonathan knew this guy was the, was the one that God wanted to be the next king. Amen. Praise God. Sadly, it came to the point where on that last fateful day, that battle against the Philistines, both Saul and his son Jonathan were killed in battle. Amen. And, and years later, sometime later, when, when David became the king, he, he, he asked somebody, he said, hey, is there any relatives of Saul or Jonathan left anywhere that I can show kindness to? Amen. And one, one man named Ziba said, yes, there's actually Jonathan has a son named Mephibosheth. Amen. Which is a mouthful to pronounce. Amen. Mephibosheth. Praise God. Spitting everywhere. Praise the Lord. That was Jonathan's son. And when, when uh, Jonathan and Saul were killed that day, as was what happened in any of these kingdoms in the Old Testament times, when the king and the, and the, and the rightful heir to the throne, uh, politically speaking, Jonathan, were both killed on the same day, uh, all kinds of forces would try to come in and take over. And the, one of the first things they would do is to see, is there any relatives of Jonathan and Saul? They would try to go kill them, even the kids. And so the person, the, uh, the lady that was taking care of five-year-old Mephibosheth, amen, uh, was new. When, he, when she heard that Saul and Jonathan were killed in battle, she hid, she ran and hid Mephibosheth so that he would not be killed by anybody during the, the transition between power. Amen. And in the, her haste to run and, and get him out of, of there, uh, he fell and he hurt both of his legs to where he was crippled for the rest of his life. So now many years later, you know, a few years later, when when because it took a while for King David to become the king of the whole uh, the whole nation, Amen. He's inquiring, is there anybody left of Jonathan? And they said, yes, his son Mephibosheth, Amen. Send for him, Amen. And the Bible said, 
Do not fear, he told Mephibosheth, do not fear, for I will surely show you kindness for Jonathan, your father's sake, and will restore to you all the land of, your, of Saul, your grandfather, and you shall eat bread at my table continually, because Jonathan was kind to David. Amen. Kindness was returned to the next generation. Amen. You don't know what your kindness is doing to people. You don't know. It might not affect that person, but it'll affect their kids and their grandkids. You never know. That's why you got to just be kind. <laughs> Amen. David never forgot about it, and he return the kindness. Kindness makes a huge impact on others. Kindness makes an impression on others that's not soon forgotten. And what people need to realize is that kindness not only benefits the person receiving it, but it also benefits the person giving it. Amen. Proverbs eleven seventeen: a kind person benefits himself, but a cruel person brings himself trouble. Amen. Listen to that. A kind person benefits himself. We're not doing it for that. We don't give to receive. It's just automatic. But you're going to be a blessed person if you're a kind person. Just like you're going to be a receiving person if you're a giving person. It's the law of God. It's the law of sowing and reaping. It's something that heaven is keeping track of and they're taking care of everything. Matthew 10, 42, whoever gives one of these little ones even a cup of cold water because he is a disciple, truly I say to you, he will by no means lose his reward. Amen. If, you're, if your kindness is even something that is so insignificant, like a cup of water that anybody can get out of any faucet, but you gave it to a disciple. Amen. You gave it in the name of the Lord. Amen. Surely you're going to have a reward. A kind-hearted person is a desirable person. A kind-hearted person is someone that somebody likes to be hanging around. A kind person is someone that's going to have friends. Proverbs 19.22, what is desirable in a man is his kindness. That's a desirable factor and attribute and characteristic of a person. Because people love to be around kind-hearted people. Amen. It's refreshing. The Bible tells us that we are to have brotherly kindness. Colossians 3.12 said, Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, because you know, bearing one another and forgiving one another, if anyone has a complaint, complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you must also do. Tender mercies, kindness, long-suffering, forgiving. Amen. There's no greater act of kindness than to forgive somebody. Amen. Doesn't matter what they did. Still got to forgive them. That's kindness. Amen. You know, there was a woman. It's a true story. A woman who has a very successful career, recently walked out of her office building where she worked in a nice office building downtown in the city. She was dressed in her nice business suit and she'd really made good for herself. And uh, 
just walking to her car, to the parking garage or whatever. And she, out of the corner of her eye, she, she was walking. She noticed this, this bag lady, you know, the a little homeless old lady over, over there, just kind of pitiful. And, and uh, you know, something just, just uh, drew something uh, in her heart, uh, drew her to this lady. And, and she said, you know what, I, I'm going to go get her some lunch or something. So she popped into a little uh, place to eat and got a to-go meal and brought it to that lady just probably planning on just, you know, saying, here you go and have a nice day and just walk on, you know, and, and you know, and that was very kind, I, I thought. Amen. And she started just exchanging pleasantries and just with this lady and just talking to her, you know, small talk. And the more she talked to her, the more she knew that something was very, you know, familiar about this lady. She didn't know what but she kept talking and talking and it wasn't but a few more minutes that she found out that this lady was her own mother that she had not seen for 25 years i'm talking about what kindness can do for you you can walk on by that lady or you can do something if as god tugs on your heart because that was that was not just an act of kindness there was something else. Amen. There was a divine appointment probably in that situation. Amen. And she took that, her mother, she had left home 25 years before and not on good terms. And they had not spoken, not even on the phone. She didn't know anything what was going on with her mom. She didn't even recognize her mom until she started talking to her for a while. Amen. And, and just what she, some of the things she said that, that got her to know, that's my mom. And then she confirmed it. And she took that, her mom home and she cleaned her up and she got her a good attention and she took care of her and fed her well. Amen. And let her live with her. And, it, and she started the long process of forgiveness and reconciliation and trying to love her mom and get back in good graces with her. Amen. All because of an act of kindness. And that was a true story. Amen. So this started out to be, be a random act of kindness. Random means accidental, chance, unintended and unplanned. But sometimes an act of kindness can turn into a destiny changing event for us. And that's why we ought to be chomping at the bit. Okay, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be kind. I'm going to be kind. Amen. You never know what's going to happen. You never know when you did something two years ago and then it comes back and blesses you like, you know, years in advance in the future, I mean. And somebody says, you know what, you know when you did that to me and helped me that day? And it really changed my life. And now this person is in a place to be a blessing to you when you need it. You never know. Be kind. Amen. It might seem random to us, but you never know what God is planning. I don't know what that lady's belief was. 
amen, belief in God or whatever, but I know what our beliefs in God are, amen. And I know that when we are involved with kindness, it's not just human to human, it's a divine situation because we are letting God order our steps, amen. And when we're serving God and striving to do His will each day and, and, uh, and letting our steps and being and led by Him, random acts of kindness are not always so random, praise God. We're, amen, we're not, even, we're not being kind to just be kind, even though that's a good thing in and of itself, but we are being kind because he asked us to. We're being kind because we're doing it in his name, and God honors and blesses obedience to his word. We are being kind and doing it as unto the Lord and not unto man. Praise God. So kindness is a part of our testimony as Christians. It's an important part of our witness. Amen. It's one of the very significant ways that we can show Jesus to others. Praise God. And how can we get more of this kindness that we're talking about today? How can we get more in our hearts? How can we get more in our minds? How can we get more so we can give it away to others? Amen. Well, I'll tell you, kindness is one of the fruit of the Spirit. It's one of the attributes of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost living inside of us. Amen. And when we receive His Spirit in our hearts and allow it to flow freely in our lives, kindness will flow from our hearts to the lives of others. Romans 5, 5. Now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit, who has given to us. God's kindness flows through His love. His love flows through His Spirit. His Spirit lives in our heart when we receive it, and that's how it works. Amen. Gentleness and kindness, amen, and long-suffering are just few of the nine fruit of the Spirit that God wants to use us to bless others. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Let's stand this morning. I want to read one more passage of Scripture in closing. Titus 3 said, But after that, the kindness and love of God our Savior toward man appeared. Not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to His mercy He saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost which He shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ, our Savior. So, after the kindness and love of God our Savior toward man appeared, Amen. It wasn't by our works that it happened, but it was according to His mercy, His washing, His regeneration, and His Holy Ghost in our life. Amen. Let's be kind. Amen. Even when there's not a whole lot of kindness going around, maybe where you are at any given time, you can make the difference. You can be the kind person. Amen. You can be the one that lets God use you because kindness shines bright. Kindness stands out. Kindness makes a difference. Kindness matters. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Oh, let's praise Him right now. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast. 
and may God bless you.